Trouty, The Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Walsh. And uh, Kickstarter for you. Number three for the new year already. Can you believe our third Kickstarter already? It's, Dude, it's, yeah, man. 15 days in <laughs> to 2024. <laughs> Only 350 left. <laughs> That's all. Uh, yeah. The reason I'm constantly reminded about it being 2024 already is that I'm running around doing stuff for other people and I'm always looking at dates because I'm being told I've got this appointment, I need this appointment, this appointment. But not to get into all that, uh, we talked back last month about how our uh, curated movie theaters in town have been really just killing it. And Vidiots, last time we did our Vidiots report, they hadn't really filled in the rest of January. No, but I think we were just we were we was kind of like a, a year end special, right? Like every all the yeah. big they were dropping the big bombs over the New yeah. Year's weekend. Yeah, just kind of let us know. It was some sporadic things. Like there were some special events that they had planned, so they already announced those. But they filled in the rest of the month, and the rest of the month is pretty solid. Yeah, the back end of the month is shaped up pretty nicely. Do we want to just do one week at a time, or just want to blow no, through now just through the thirty first? Blow through the whole month, Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> we'll forget next week. <laughs> we're right in rewards mode right now, and I think that's why we're seeing some of these titles because they're kind of awards darlings, or at least were that kind of ilk, if you will. They yeah. were when they came out. Some yeah. of them <laughs> seventy years ago. <laughs> Yeah, some of them 70 years ago, right, some of them right, you know, right, right. 30 years ago, which is weird because right. it doesn't seem like it could be that long, but it is. To, with tonight yeah, yeah. on Martin Luther King Day, for some of us who, who didn't have to work today, like me, John Singletary's kind of, dude, and people sleep on me, but I, I love John Singleton's. John, John Singletary. I'm looking at, I'm looking <laughs> at football. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at football. I, I do. I'm like, I my, oh yeah, yeah, it's John. So John Singleton's uh, Poetic <laughs> Justice, which, uh, you know, it's funny, man, because I, I kind of love this movie. Uh, like it's, it's one great. of, uh, I, I was always one of my favorite Singletons. I love those early John Singleton movies. And this one, is, I feel, is one that doesn't get, you know, doesn't get bandied about as much. And yeah, man, so hats off to Vidiots for, Breaking out poetic justice tonight at yeah. seven thirty. Uh, op- doors open at six. Grab yourself a drink and uh, come on in. Check yeah. out Janet, Tupac, Joe Tory. If you remember Joe from back yeah. in the day, Regina King. She's so great. Yeah, it's a good flick, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun movie. Um, tomorrow, man. This is this this would be me if I could, but I know I'm not going to be able to make. This is the one movie I would go see, and this totally kind of sums me up. The Legend of Billie Jean is yes. playing. Uh, uh, Matthew Robbins, Legend of Billie Jean, uh, tomorrow night, 7.30, same thing. Doors open at 6. Grab a couple drinks at the bar because you might need them to get through this. Um, <laughs> this movie has become most famous possibly for just the Pat Benatar song is all people really remember about it. Right. But um, this is Helen Slater, man, at the height of her powers. Uh, yeah. she come, she, and she, this came right on the heels of Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, get out and see Billy Jean. But then the rest of the week is the bitter tears of Petra von Kant, which I don't know that I've ever seen, honestly. I don't, I, I've never seen it I, either. I, I, I know of the film. Um, I know a lot of people talk about it uh, from time to time, but I've never seen it. Uh, Thursday brings us Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, which I'm torn about because the, there was a point where I loved it. And then the last time I tried to watch it, I was like, couldn't get through it. Um, but... It is Twin Peaks, Firewalk with me. It's David Lynch. It's kind of the thing I think I have to be in the mood for. And the last time I tried oh, to watch yeah. it, really wasn't in the mood. In the mood. Uh, but just in case you're in uh, in and around town, um, you can actually meet Laura Palmer in a town where nothing is as seems, and everyone has something to hide. Doors open at six. Uh, come and grab a bong hit. 
with us at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Hit your vape pen or take some edibles, whatever you need to get through Firewalk with me. Yeah. Uh, then I'll let you take over. What does what the weekend bring us starting on the 19th? On Friday, um, they got a pretty crazy mixed bag there. Uh, the boy and the heron is going to come out. That's Miyazaki's latest. And I haven't seen it yet, but it's playing the micro. But what they have at the, at the Eagle is uh, at 4 o'clock, they're redoing 32 sounds. I've talked about it before, but I really got into it. And it's a, it's a pretty pretty eclectic project that they, that um, it's a filmmaker, Sam Green, and any interactive um, <laughs> documentary about immersive, amusing, freewheeling exploration of how sound shapes and moves us. Now, obviously, me talking about anything related to sound is going to be, a, I'm going to gravitate to it, but I've yet to see it. But again, just like Vidius has done numerous times, 32 sounds is being presented in a binaural environment, which is kind of a a surround sound of sorts. But this is binaural is the way you do it when you want to use headphones and, and recreate that. I've talked a little bit about that before with especially headphones like spatial audio effects and stuff like that you get with Apple Music or um, some of the other services, the high-end services out there for audio. But they're doing that at four o'clock. But later in the evening, I'm actually going there with Joey and Melody and they're doing Werewolves Within, which with Josh Rubin. Now, Josh Rubin, you know, he he directed this one after he followed up with Scare Me. But this one's really fun. This is one based on the old uh, video game. And video. And when I say video game, I don't mean like PlayStation video game. I'm talking about like role-playing PC game. And it's pretty incredible. It's 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 a super fun movie and it's just got the right tone. But on Friday, it's going to be, Josh is going to be there with Milana Weintraub and Sam Richardson, who are two leads of the movie. That's the, the big hot one that I'm that I'm really looking for. That, that'll be my first uh, experience at Vidya since reopening, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, man, you're going to have a good time. Dude, it's fun. It's probably going to be a pretty wild crowd too, seeing yeah. what Figuring what's playing, like I said, when I the first time I went, when I saw Streets Fire, it was it was fucking bananas, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then after that movie, they're going to show The Brood. So they got like three movies that are pretty yeah. wild going on there at the at the Eagle. Yeah, The Brood is something, dude. I it's funny, man. I don't remember the last time I even remember The Brood being screened anywhere. Yeah. So it, yeah, we've talked about it a little bit when we covered Scanners last year. I'm like, man, I really I don't think I've ever seen The Brood in a theater before, and. And if and I yet, already wasn't already, <laughs> I just can't, as we've discussed many times though, I don't know. As, somebody, as if somebody was listening. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, real quick in the, in the movie micro, in the movie micro cinema uh, on Friday is uh, the boy and the heron. Uh, and you can get both versions. If you go at five o'clock, you can see the English dubbed version, which I, I'm never excited about it. No. And that's the one I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it does have quite a voice cast, right? Yeah. Um, but if you wait until 8.15, you can see it in Japanese with subtitles, which is kind right. of how I would prefer to see it. But yeah, so that's also going on, man. They, I mean, they, they just got a ton of stuff, dude. And then on Saturday, we go right into Wally, which I've never seen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you've seen it and it's, I mean, I, my, I, I know every, I, I've never met a person who didn't love it who's seen it. So yeah. I just don't want to cry in public. <laughs> it's not, it's not like that kind of thing. It's more of just a sweet, feel good kind of thing. Um, but dude, the movies that they're showing that night, I mean, all day on Saturday. I mean, Wally is my going, okay, yeah. But then to follow with Seven Seal. Sure. I <laughs> mean, they're very similar. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
But then how do you close the day? I close it with Jonathan Glazier's Under the Skin. Sure. Now, um, <laughs> when you started a day of screenings with Wally and end with Under the Skin, you know you have a heavily nuanced it's pretty curation that's going sure. on. That's all over the place, man. It's all over the dial. Right. But this is what we're talking about with them. They keep doing stuff like this. And then Sunday, this one's all you, man. This one's all you yeah, for man. Sunday. So, so, so Sunday, you, you can start at 1230, start your day at 1230 in the afternoon with the, the Sound of Music, starring Christopher Plummer and Julie Andrews. Uh, Robert Wise's uh, giant, crazy uh, musical version of the Sound of Music. Yeah. Which is, yeah, man, it's cool. I mean, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen it uh, since I saw it when I was a child and I remember right. being taken on a field trip with a bunch of <laughs> kids who had no fucking interest in seeing the sound of music, but somehow we all settled down and, uh, yeah, and, and enjoyed it kind of, um, right. I, I'm more familiar with the songs, uh, you know, from later in musical theater and such, but sound of music, but then we go right into, and this is where I will be there. I will be there for yeah. Steven Spielberg's close encounters of the third kind at four 30, uh, next Sunday. It's probably going to be, you know, it's going to be my birthday treat to myself. Steven Spielberg will be there along with Francis Truffaut, uh, Melinda Dillon, Richard Dreyfus, Terry Garr, Bob Balaban. <laughs> They'll all be there um, in the movie, not not speaking. Um, I was going to just tell a big <laughs> fucking lie, but I, I can't even keep a straight face. Uh, no. But yeah, so Close Encounters. And then, and then if things weren't fucking great enough with yeah. those first two yeah, at... 8 p.m. Sunday night, you could David Burns True Stories, which uh, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> it's so good. I love the shit out of it. it. It's probably my favorite Talking Heads thing. Like uh, I love the album, uh, and I know it's not a Talking Heads thing, but it is a Talking no, Heads thing, matter. really. I mean, if if you if you if you were dropped on this planet, and someone played you Talking Heads, and then they played anything from True Stories, you'd just think it was Talking Heads. So. You've got all those things going on next next Sunday, and then the, then the rest of the month is just you know they go down they go down into some rap. There's a rabbit hole of uh, yeah. a bunch of stuff that you may have never seen. Really cool stuff too. Yeah, Scanner Darkly gets in there. We get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will show up. You know, Saturday the twenty eighth, you can get really sad and depressed by watching <laughs> Drugstore Cowboy and To Die For back to back. Two Gus Van Zamp just kicks to the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to like like they're 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 rough movies. I don't know that I can watch them back to back. I mean, I I, I would I, I think I would need a shower after Drugstore Cowboy before I could sit through To Die For. It took, and that's the thing after Drugstore Cowboy to die for is like a comedy. Like yeah, a little, it is. I mean, I know it's totally. already a dark comedy as it is, but a satire right. more or less. But it's like, I don't know. After watching Drugstore Cowboy, it's like watching Police Academy um, yeah. to die for. <laughs> Mahoney. Uh, anyone? Uh, yeah. So it's a packed month of videos, uh, dude. And it's just. It just gets better, and I'm sure they're gonna. There's gonna be some 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 other things are gonna get thrown in the mix between now and the end of the month. So, yeah, man. Uh, like I said, if you're in LA and you know you haven't been to videos yet, get out there. It's fun. You know, become a member. It's cool. You get a little. Yep. You get a little card like the old days, like when you would go to a video store and they would give you a card and you'd scan it, or they would just take it and look at it and write the number down on your invoice. It's great. So yeah, man, get out there, and enjoy videos while it's there. It's, that's what I, the, what I think is so cool about it. Big corporations don't understand, I should say, 
how special something as simple as having a card. I mean, remember that when you used to join like fan clubs when we were younger? Yep. Like when you had to mail in for them and you got oh, a yeah. fan club card, like you felt so special that you got this thing that hundreds of thousands of people got to. <laughs> so Dude, totally, think, right? But you don't, you, don't, you don't care about the hundreds of thousands of people. It's all about you and the personal the card yeah. you carry in your wallet. Yeah. Like when you got a junior G-Man badge from the <laughs> Dick Tracy. It's so good. With your name on it. Or even if they spelled your name wrong, it was okay. Yeah. I have to say, though, like, one of the reasons why you haven't heard us talking about, like, Blu-ray titles is, like, I don't know, the way they started this year, it's some dog, I don't want to say dog shit, but it's, like, very dog days where you're trying to find things that interest you or, or movies you've even heard of. It's a lots of smaller stuff is coming out. Lots of yeah. You, I mean, you got to you got tax shelter kind of movies too. It's like well, I don't you remember. Got, well, you also you got to really look around. I mean, you got to go deep dive. Like imprint, uh, you know, imprint just put out that Sydney Lamette box set, and there's a Brando box set. All those things came out. But I think we've talked about all those things. I mean, there's nothing yeah. really super exciting. There's an Arrow fifty percent sale on going on right now. I mean, oh geez, how did I miss that one? Yeah. Well, how <laughs> did you miss that? <laughs> there is. Yeah, this might be my chance to pick up that True Romance disc that I yeah, have been oh, putting it's, off. It's, it's such a good transfer, too. Um, oh, oh, there is one thing done tomorrow, and that's the John Sayles Lone Stars getting that Criterion right. release. See, that's there's something. one thing that's on there that I, that I, that I said, okay, but I'm not going to buy it because why? It's not Criterion sale right now. I'll have to wait next month. <laughs> it's it February to get it, but yeah. you know, just clock that it's out. <laughs> That's probably like my favorite thing that that Chris Kipper's ever done. He's done. He's always so good, but him and Christopherson are so fucking amazing in it. And yeah, yeah. dude. Well, again, and it's Christopherson. So like that dude's a national treasure. So I'm glad that they're starting to put all these, uh, you know, these films that Christopherson like songwriter just came out. Uh, they just put, they just dropped songwriter and Blu-ray. Right. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think that Trouble in Mind is, I, I hear Trouble in Mind is getting a, Hope so. a, a polish and, uh, you know, nice uh, sort of upscaled Blu-ray package. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> but <laughs> then nonetheless, uh, you know, it's a, you know, we, we should be, uh, you know, people should be revisiting the performances, Christopherson, because, uh, I mean, Chris is great, man. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Like, I know people who only know him as an actor and didn't know he was a singer and it always makes me laugh. And then there's people who, they were like, oh, he was an actor. I mean, yeah, he was in Blade, right? And I'm like, yeah, he's in a lot more than just Blade. But yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> yes. um, so, but yeah, dude, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of time capsule moments. I mean, I think I've said this a, at least 10 times, but I'm a giant fan of Ned Tannen's Flashpoint with uh, Christopherson and Tree Williams yep. as two border agents who uncover the uh, Jeep buried in a wash with a rifle and a skeleton and a suitcase full of money headed out of Dallas dated 1963 and uh, yeah it's a good it's good times and, and Christopherson's fucking great in it and it's it's peppered with a lot of people I think it's Mel Ferrer's first role uh, or Miguel Miguel Ferrer's first role yeah um, that guy Rick Torn <laughs> is in it Tess Harper yeah good times so yeah dude look anytime they put out Christopherson movie and they upscale I'm gonna have to pick it up so I just I just notched Lone Star on my yeah. uh, my list of things to buy in February and then what a note to Elizabeth Pena is in it. And right. Dude, it's going to be 10 years that she passes here. Yeah, no, wild, right? I don't, I wouldn't have said 10. I would have said five. 
I didn't think it's been that long, but yeah, she was, she's so great, dude. She's so, yep. Everything she's in, she was just phenomenal. Right. If you want to, if you want to put a time capsule, for me, my favorite Elizabeth Pena performance, I will give it to you right now. It's down in that Beverly Hills. Paul Mazursky's down in that Beverly Hills. Yes. And, uh, her as the May is, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's my favorite. I think it might've been the first time I really ever remember being conscious of who she was in a movie. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, it, 10 years. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's COVID that 2020 kind of just kind of fucked everything all up. Dude, it's it been really, four years it, since then. It, you, yeah. It's weird that it, how it's like a notch, a couple of years out of our memory, even though we've been doing this show during that period and we did and that's really when we we were barely doing it for a year when the pandemic hit us. And we, I felt like when I look back and we've talked about, hey, when we, oh yeah, we covered that movie, we covered that movie. That's all into the old format where we went beat by beat. I would have bet money on some of those movies that we covered that we did them two years ago and not three or now coming up on four years ago. That's weird to say now that that fucking pandemic's four years old and in, in less than two months. Yeah. Yeah, man. As far as when it started in the lockdown and all that, four years. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Thing. But like batteries aren't included. I love Liz's opinion in that. And that was a great ensemble. It's like one of those forgotten movies. Ambling movies. Of, yeah. Yeah. And of course, everybody knows those are from La Bamba, but Blue Steel. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, we mentioned Tupac earlier talking about Poetic Justice, gridlocked with him and Tim Roth. And Tim Roth. Yeah. That she, yeah, she's so, she was such an amazing performer. And she, like, she just didn't get the credit she deserved as far as like the, the audience at large. I mean, people that really know movies and, and recognize the smaller performers as far as the, not the big name performers. No, man, she broke Richie Valens' heart, man. That's, yeah. that's kind of, I think it killed public opinion. <laughs> yeah. She dumped Richie for Bob. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, shit. All right, well, okay. I started watching Ozark last week, and I know I'm late to the party and all that, but Isai Morales on there, fuck off. He is so fucking good. I, I mean, everyone watches it for other people, for other things, the story that's going on there. Anytime he shows up in an episode, it's just guys just fucking a Dude, powerhouse, and I, he's and one I of those think guys people, makes everything better. Yeah, yeah, he's he's incredible in it. And he was the best thing in Mission Impossible, the last Mission Impossible as well. I, I didn't even know he was in it. I haven't even seen it yet. Oh yeah, well there you go. Yeah, maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's your reason to see it. Dead Reckoning, we're talking about, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just mm-hmm. making sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's the only thing I remember about it, too, oddly enough. He's just, that guy was, everything he's he does is just, yeah. And I, and I didn't know he was on the show, and but he's playing that the, the heavy on that show in a way that's just, you, you think you've seen that guy before, not the performer, but that kind of character, but he just makes it extra special because he's so damn good in it. But I, I'm only like, I don't know, like four episodes, five episodes into the show of the first season. So I'm looking forward to going back to it. But yeah. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot. You got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. I'm stoked that we're almost done with football because that's always makes sure. things easier on my life. 
and thank God we don't have Super Bowl this year because I, I don't know if I, my body could deal with that schedule. Coming to a grinding halt. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not let's not forget to throw out that Elizabeth Pena is in vibes with Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. Beautiful. Yeah, and one another one that we mentioned many times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the last time we mentioned it was like with any kind of focus was when we did deep cover because we were talking about Goldblum and what he was doing around that time. Yeah, um, or just before that, I should say just before that, but those quiet movies that he did before he did deep cover. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I mean uh, that was his thing, man. Like uh, you know, there's a there's a bunch of Goldblum out there you could check out. But uh, one more last thought on Elizabeth Pena, uh, if you haven't seen Neil Jimenez, The Water Dance. With Eric Stoltz. Oh God. You want to depress the shit out of yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Check out the water dance. She's great in it. So, yeah. So, I think we, I'm going to make a disclaimer for the beginning of the episode. Like, so we're going to talk about some movies. <laughs> we're going to talk about some movies that we're are not. really, are probably not great for your, you know, if you're, if you're feeling up, then yeah, stay up. Uh, but if you're already down, what the hell? Yeah. If you're getting water your June gloom in January, here's something to do. Yeah, exactly. Here's some June <laughs> gloom for you. Oh, shit. Uh, it's going to be, uh, oh, sorry, Spotify. Thank you for people that, are, that have been listening there. It's, we're, we're picking up um, traffic there, which is good. Now, you're going to start seeing some social media posts that will give you direct links to Spotify. So if you want to share those things with people. It, I, I know it sounds like a big deal that we're on there now, but there is no platform that, that you can find podcast more listened to than Spotify. And I think since it's a one-stop shop, you know, you have everything in there now. You have your music, you have audiobooks, you have podcasts. So they all have it's one-stop shop there for for audio stuff. And so I'm starting to see that traffic now. And I think and I've had a lot of people ask us before we even got on there, we need to be on Spotify. It's easier to share things. So um, that's what we're, we're, we're happy we're there now and we're starting to see traffic without us even talking about, I mean, promoting we're on it. Spotify? Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> like since the first of the year. What? Yeah. You and I curated some episodes, uh, previous to the need to change all the audio so I could remix them again. We've talked about that before. Um, and last week I've, I've been, we've been releasing one a week since we dropped those initial 11 and uh, we did Dozing the Pussycats got released last week. And as a buffer, while we tried to figure out when the hell we were going to record Disclosure <laughs> and release it, which is out there now, part of our more, more, more month. And uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, it's we're, we're going on a deep dive with 90s Demi Moore when she was, you know what, I have to say, and I, and I, and I thought about this while I was cutting the episode, did anybody own a, a 10 year period the way she did? Like, I mean, we can mention a ton of male performers, but I don't recall a female performer really just owning and, and having a really wide range of parts that she's played. And the four movies we're covering this month are so different. They're so, as far as, I mean, yep. you, you think you've seen these kind of movies before, but really what you saw were the movies that came after these four movies that that really shaped the the, the desire by studios to to make more of those kinds of movies because they were such a draw. Um, disclosure, like you note in the episode, it is the most '90s movie of the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I just call him like I see him, pal. It's so true, though. It really is. And and uh, when you hear the episode, if you haven't listened to it already, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And so much so that there was so much 90s nostalgia being spoken about there that we forgot, like, the man who did the scoring at Pinkass. And how do you forget that Ennio Morricone did a score for a movie because you're too busy talking about how 90s a movie is? Mm. Or there we go. Right. Or, or how, how the, yeah, there's a, listen to the episode. You'll hear it all. Yeah. It's a fun one. It, it was, uh, it was funny because we both didn't know how we were going to talk about it because it was such a, um, there's a lot of reminders, both movies, both mortal thoughts and this really brought all these reminders of, of reflection on the original time we saw them. The first time we saw the movies and seeing them again, but in just like, just like with other movies we talked about in the past, we can go back to revisit them and not revisiting them for the decades in between. It really, that, those two movies really had an adverse reaction for me between the first and the second time where I think I liked them more the second time all these, all these years later, but for vastly different reasons. And again, you'll hear about that because we reflect on that. Anyway, so more, 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 more. Is out there. The next episode will be out on time this week. Sure. Then, We're going to get it. We will. And this one is one that was just, yeah. <laughs> this is probably the most talked about of the four movies at the time when the movie no, was No, 100%, dude. This movie, yes. Yeah, I can't wait to get into, the, to yeah. get into that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. That's Kickstarter number three for this new year for you. And... You know, we're on, we've been on Patreon since the beginning, and I've, we're finding that the platform is really expanding a lot and really allowing new opportunities. Now, that we still have paid tiers there to support the show, but you can go there now and join for free, where you can just kind of get information about stuff that's going on there. The the the, the normal episodes that you hear here, like right now, like through Spotify or through. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and which is now going to move into YouTube. YouTube is doing the podcast now that you can't update the Google Podcast app anymore, which I that think is you correct. probably know. And uh, that, well, you'll start seeing us on YouTube soon as well. It's a little, just like a Spotify, it's kind of curated. Sorry, it's, it's managed a little differently. So we'll have to figure out how to get that going. But you can join there and you'll see the normal episodes. You won't get early access, or right? you'll, you'll just see the same releases that come out Monday for Kickstart and Friday for. Uh, our general movie episodes. So you get to see everything we have going on there. And, you know, if you want to join in the fun, you can just click a membership there and join. So again, click it, click it. So if you want to follow us on the socials, that's at Karate Pod on Twitter, Letterboxd and Insta. You can follow Corey on Instagram at Culper97 and on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Culp. And if you want to join us on Patreon and or just join for free now and see what we got going on, that's patreon.com slash Karate Pod. If you like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll at 33 on Instagram, or you can follow me at Mike Singletary <laughs> on Letterboxd, formerly of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> or you can follow me at The Real John Ladd on Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Blue Sky.